What's up, Janelle? Hey, Bronte. How's it going? It is going. Um, how are you? <laughs> We're well into Q4. And I'm thinking, no, Q4, we're supposed to slow down a bit. This is a time we're supposed to breathe and woosah. And I don't know why I set myself up to believe that. No, it's that's crazy. Not, that's not what's happening. Not at all. And I, But I, I, I hear that it is happening for other people. And I'm, you know. Yeah, very, I missed that boat. Happy for them. But no, yeah, I missed <laughs> that boat too. I'm still on the shoreline. But um, other than that, I am well. The festivities of the season have begun. Yesterday went to my first, well, probably my only Friendsgiving of the season. But that was nice. It was like a nice kickoff to, you know, the holidays, Thanksgiving next week. By the yeah. time this airs this week. Yeah. Um, same. I'm heading home tonight. Oh. And we'll see when I see Portland again because it's it's gonna be a long a long road after that right you yeah you, you're gonna have to kiss your apartment like goodbye for now <laughs> see you yeah, in a goodbye minute. for now spody say your goodbyes he's gonna be a little florida boy for the next month or so oh i know he's gonna love that yeah actually more like two months um wow so. other than that how have you been everything peachy uh for the most part yeah you know we're here. <laughs> we are here. All right. So are you ready to jump into Above the Fold for this week? Let's do it. All right. So the first thing that I have that I wanted to discuss, because I need answers, and I haven't done my due diligence to get any, but I saw that it was announced that Kiki Palmer, along with so much, so many other things that she's been in the media for, but she's hosting the Soul Train Awards. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's fine. Congrats to her. Where I was confused and thrown off was when she said she was hosting it from her home. So that made me think, is this a virtual is this virtual? Why are we doing Soul Train Awards virtually? Like, and then I did see right. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm what, what is going on here? But then I did see correspondence where they said that no, it's not virtual and i'm like so she's gonna be like miss cita up on the screen posting <laughs> and everybody else is in the room to a live audience people. to a live audience that's um help me figure out what's what's happening here and what's the rationale so i just thought that was interesting um as to why they're doing it virtually maybe they'll hear some of the commentary going on and be like okay let's pivot and make this not or maybe it could be creative and they're gonna blow our minds with whatever setup they they have maybe i don't know that's weird i that's definitely odd um did they they need her to host that bad or like there were no other options or y'all couldn't Get her in town. She couldn't be there. And if there was a scheduling conflict, then y'all need to get somebody else to host. Hmm. I don't know. Those yeah, but are my, I, I didn't, I didn't even peep that. I just saw that she she was hosting and I just kind of kept it moving. Yes, I'm posting from my place and whatever heels. And I'm like, oh, all right, Kiki. Yeah. Do what you got to do. She said, listen, me and my baby, we're going to be all right. She had to get the coin. So she making oh, it work. Exactly. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers on that end. 
Ooh, seriously, seriously, I'm gonna have to pull the the bless oil out on that one. <laughs> but um, staying in the in the vein of award shows, uh, the Grammy nominations came out, and I was very happy with some of the the nominees, some of the people who were finally getting some getting their looks and stuff. So I think Victoria Monet got how many nominations? Seven. Seven nominations after Seven nominations. the VMAs told her she wasn't basically she was too early in her yeah. journey. Too early in her wild. journey to perform at the VMAs, and now she's up for seven. But grammys. meanwhile, everybody they had performing was even earlier than she was, so that was a crock of bull. Yeah. But meanwhile, I love validation, vindication in this way for an artist, like that reassurance that that no had nothing to do with you and to see like the flip side of that just a few short months later to see the the in some cases the most esteemed award in your industry recognize you and consider you seven times that's a huge deal so i hope that she cleans up um but regardless i think the look that she's getting i think she might be one of the one of the most unknown kind of like in the category Mm -hmm. um so even with that it's going to give her so much opportunity and traction from like people going to see who she is by seeing her name in the category so yeah yeah SZA got nine yeah SZA got nine I think Coco Jones got five Coco Jones off of EP that is amazing yes and I'm glad R&B is getting like recognized in this way yeah but back to like Victoria Monet just getting recognition and like a like a lot of people I didn't realize like a lot of people don't know who she is yeah a lot of people have no idea and that was uh, I don't know that was kind of shocking to me I'm like I feel like she's been everywhere and but I was having a conversation with somebody recently and they were saying that they had like a they were at like a brunch and they were talking about Victoria Monet and like most of the people at the table, a table of like black women were like, mm-hmm. I don't know who you're talking about. That's crazy. I mean, it's also an, I think it's a good thing for her. Yeah. Because I feel like she has this whole audience that she hasn't tapped where there are some new artists that are saturated in a way. Yeah. Um, but still aren't getting the looks or the ops like they're overlooked. So I feel like by her continuing to get fans on like her fan base um, is going to do good, do well for her. Yeah. And I hope this kind of opens uh, up opportunities for like brand deals and all of that kind of stuff. I've seen she's had a couple, um, Mm -hmm. a a couple pretty good looks, but, you know, just more opportunities for more bags for her. Yeah. Amadi, he had said something one time. On uh, well, she has a song called "What's It Pimp's Anthem." What is it called? Cadillac, Cadillac, Cadillac. We keep it smooth like a Cadillac. He was like, "Oh my God, Cadillac should definitely commission this song." Um, so, so even like simple things like that. But yeah, she uh, she's one of them. She's one of them, and I'm excited to see like her career continue to flourish. And I think it's something to be said, like with her being an independent artist and at 34 years old, it feels like her career is going to pop. 
when the industry tells artists like 34 is old, you shouldn't be. You yeah, know, who said that? Who said like 34 push... is old? Oh. Who said that? For artists, <laughs> yeah, they say like once you pass that 30 window, you don't need to be trying to be out here. But I think we're seeing like that a shift in that mindset in a way. So I'm excited you know, for that too. I did not know that she was 34. I mean, it makes sense, but like a lot of these like artists out here, of course, a lot of them hide their age because of that stereotype mm-hmm. and stuff. But I'm like, Lucky Day is up there. Yeah, Lucky Day is another one. Yeah, like Tyler the Creator, he looks and acts and dresses a lot younger than he <laughs> is. He's like 32. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. a lot of these artists. I'm like, I need to do my Googles. Like, how old are y'all really? Cause I be looking yeah. at them like they're kids and we all the same age. We all right, exactly. So yeah. Oh, Hallie, she also got nominated. How old is she? Oh no, I wasn't talking about <laughs> that. Wasn't her age? She she's she's the appropriate she's age for right. <laughs> but I'm like, I wonder does Chloe feel some type of way? Wait, what did she get nominated for? Hallie got nominated for her single Angel. Right. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? I thought that was very interesting. Um, and I'm wondering, is it like a political move? Like from a politics standpoint, is she getting more of a look because of like the Little Mermaid? Probably. You know, you, we always talk about just like, who are these voters? I know that they're trying to do a better job of diversity within the voting committees and all of this kind of stuff. But like, these, there's still a lot of white folks and there are a lot of older white folks that aren't really listening to our music. They're not listening to R&B. They're not listening to hip hop. And they're just going yeah. based off a name that they recognize. And now because of The Little Mermaid, they recognize her name. But damn, Chloe can't catch a break. She I feel can't. Like. I mean, I also feel like, I don't know. I feel like she should have been nominated at least. Yeah. She has some bops, even though when we listened. <laughs> no comment. No, there were some We bops. listened to it together. I but going were. back and like now that they've resonated and like had some time to marinate, she has some some records. So I'm just surprised that she didn't get the nominations. I mean, I also think it's about campaigning and stuff, too. Like you got to people like campaign hard for for this but like was her her label like parkwood you know what did did they do their job are they i mean i don't know i don't is know. she she's technically she signed to parkwood right Mm-hmm. parkwood via columbia columbia yeah so idk we'll see did summer walker get nominated she had to. i don't know what was like she i feel on? like she can come out with a song called Boo Hoo and that's all she's saying she's gonna get nominated you think so now her label the way her label be pushing her I don't know what they be doing or the conversations oh, they be true. having but can we, it's just can we like, talk, have we ever talked about that on this podcast I don't know because don't know. It, it it legit to this day because it still happens pisses me <laughs> off the way that they keep pushing that karma EP I could be listening <laughs> to like like 42 Doug and it's like oh if you like that you know what you gonna like <laughs> Karma by Summer Walker <laughs> 42 Doug 
Stop what are we playing doing? Me. Every no, single legit. time, after every single song, they serve me a Summer Walker song. <laughs> That's how it is on my alg- algorithm too, and I, I don't go to Summer Walker that often for her to be fed into my, you know, when I create a radio mm-hmm. or something like that. But and, Summer and Walker is going to get in the ears. Yeah, and I don't mind Summer Walker, but it's always the Karma EP. It's never over it, still over it. Oh, oh, oh. It's always like CPR. Are you sure you don't have it like favorite? No. Listed in your favorites or something? I don't. I don't. But like, please free me. Somebody, anybody who's over there at Apple Music, at Spotify, who's hearing this, because it happens on both of the platforms. Free me, please. What do I have to do? been at this for years at this point i don't know what to tell you yeah i have been complaining about this for years all right so staying uh did sexy red get nominated come on now stop it stop. listen at this point i don't know what is stop. going on what that i do be, know I mean, is this, that that would be egregious but i mean and, and I'm, I'm a sexy red fan but like we got to draw the line somewhere We have to. You know what? I'm curious. She better not have. No, she did. Okay. So there is still some hope for us. Yeah, there is still some there's some hope. <laughs> All right. So what I was about to say is that she has a new lip gloss line and the colors are based on pound town lyrics and oh boy is the headline from billboard (laughs) um if you want to apply some coochie juice to your kisser be our guest so the names of the different flavors she said i got lip gloss line dropping soon y'all better shop with your girl i got all different flavors coochie juice Booty Hole Brown, <laughs> Coochie Pink, Sex on My Period. It's about to get worse. This is really bad. Gonorrhea. I'm reading it. Yellow Discharge and Nut. This has to be a joke, number one. This has to Janelle. be a joke. Like, this is, this is. Okay, I feel like, I feel like. My mom or my grandmother here, like Janelle, clutching my pearls. No, I can't help you because this is insane. Like, how is she selling these? Are these direct to consumer? This is this is giving like beauty supply lip gloss. Like, it's giving. You got you. You can only get this at the oil. Oil fragrance. It's giving oil fragrances. (laughs) You know those fragrances. You know, like pop my pussy oil and like. (laughs) But, um, so I was, this is where my mind immediately went, immediately went. Is this on brand? So if you. Yes, it's on brand. It's but on like, brand, right? Everything. Continue. What is your question? Right. I'm saying two things can be true in this instance, where it's egregious. It is egregious, but mm-hmm. also it's on brand. If you expect her to launch a line that is... She has so many other lyrics, though. Like, yes, you can still... Who is buying a lip gloss? 
it, they they just they define these as flavors. Who wants gonorrhea flavored <laughs> lip gloss? She said flavors, but I, I don't think she meant to say flavors. <laughs> well, that's what she said, and words mean things. <laughs> Yo, I had yellow to let you discharge. Know. Are we serious right now? I don't. We can't be serious. Like, who wants to put that that on? Who wants? Why Who's would you name that? On that? Their face? Why would she say that? Why would she, she said, say Why would she that? even say that in the first place? Why would she even say that in the first place? <laughs> why would she say that? Oh my god. Oh my gosh. What is this world coming to? <sighs> so look out for the lip gloss line dropping. Um hopefully Let us somebody know if you're on trying her team's her team um rectifies this. Question though, I don't I don't know. Is this any different from Erica Badu and Gwyneth Paltrow's like like pussy candles? Yes, it is. It's a lot different. It's a lot different. Just throwing it out there. Just had to, you know, just to, just because I know somebody in the comments would be like, but wait, when? Mm -mm, mm -mm. That is very, that is a very different, that is a very different, that's more, that's tasteful. You know what I mean? This is like, come on now. You're talking about STIs. No. Um, but get your money, I guess. I don't know how much money you're about to get off of this, but. She got uh, fans. I mean, she would have been okay had she stopped at the first couple. Like, I don't know. This is crazy. Booty hole brown lip gloss is also crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, well, there's that. Oof. I'm just here to report the news. I'm gonna stick to my normal lip gloss, my regular, okay. just like clear. You sure? Because I was trying to yeah. get, I had it down for your stocking stuffer. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> okay, got it. Noted. Um, do you follow Lil Yachty on Instagram? No, ma'am. Well, you missed out uh, this past week. So, woke up on. Thursday, I think it was, and Lil Yachty had put everybody basically in their in his uh, close friends on Instagram. So people were, you know, wondering if they were like a one off. Like, how did I end up in oh. Lil Yachty's close friends? All this kind of stuff. Um, shout out to the team who put that together. You know, that mm. may or may not have been an inside job at at Wyden, but thought it was cool to talk about just because it really did kind of break the internet. Everybody was talking about it and it was to announce the um, release of their new feature, which is in feed close friends. So Mm -hmm. up until I guess last week or this week, you could only do close friends on stories. Now you can do it on reels. You can do it on in feed posts and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so I do use Lil Yachty to kind of launch that and um, yeah, turned out really well. And I think even before that, before pe- before he even did that, people were on Twitter talking about discovering that they had the feature and how that may like lure them back to the platform, you know, because right before that, Twitter got rid of circles. You know, na- mm-hmm. nowadays, everybody only wants to talk to like their close friends, right? Right, right. right. Nobody wants to... to just be talking out to the world, especially in this 
age of people pulling up old tweets and this and that and right. you know like right. the pressure to like to say something insightful or post like the most beautiful picture and all of this kind of stuff right which is why we talk a lot about the group chat and just your very mm-hmm. curated group of people that you share things with so um I don't know if they knew that Twitter was getting rid of circles and that people were going to be like pretty upset about that. But I think it was it, it was perfectly timed then for them to introduce this way to only speak to the people you absolutely want to talk to uh, through right. all of the channels, through all of like the sharing options that you have on Instagram. Um, and then to use, you know, someone like Lil Yachty for it to reach that younger Gen Z demographic was pretty smart in my opinion yeah it was it was good i will be honest i did not know that it was to launch the close friends feature Uh on other like products but what i will say is it's a lot going on what do you mean we have close friends everywhere which i get i understand i think that makes a lot of sense um, then you have broadcast channels. Everybody wants you to join their broadcast channel. If I join everybody's broadcast channel, what's the difference between me just following y'all? Now I got to be on everybody's broadcast channel and looking at the feed and trying to make sure I'm keeping up and in the right people's close friends. <laughs> well, what you, I mean, you can't control that. What you going to do? Well, right. But I'm saying, I feel like there's just, it's... It's a lot. It's, it's what it is. It, it it is what it is. Like I don't think they're we're doing the wrong things here. Um, it just is kind of like oversaturated. And then that's just on IG, you know. But to your point, I think that this was the right activation and execution to kind of break the internet and get everybody talking. Because um, I definitely saw this a couple of times around like the IG close friends Loriati situation. Yeah. I'm just thinking about what you were saying about like just all between the the broadcast and don't you think those speak to like different audiences though? Like, yeah. Yeah. Content creators are going to be more inclined to use that like broadcast feature. Mm-hmm. Like people who are like capital C content creators. I think it's the everyday consumer, the everyday person who just wants to have a social media you know, they don't want right. to feel the pressure to be a content creator is the one that's more apt to use a close friends. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think the especially like some of these kids, it's just like, yo, even even us, like how often do you post on your feed? A couple times in a year. Same. Right. Because it feels like a daunting task. It's like so much pressure to post on your feed. And I yeah. think that why we're more inclined to post on stories is because number one, it's fleeting. You can use close friends and only like the people, Mm -hmm. you know, the few people I want to see it, we'll see it. And it takes some of the pressure off, but I don't think that that product is like, is for necessarily the content creator who wants the most eyeballs on their thing as possible. They're going the opposite direction and using the broadcast feature and things like that. So I think they, there's, they're trying to create products that speak to so many different demographics, so many different consumer behaviors all on their platform. So like, you know, yeah, different use cases. Exactly. 
Yeah, I think that's true. Um, random question, not random, but pivoting away from this a bit. When's the last time you've been on Spill? It's grand opening, grand closing for Spill. <laughs> it was. I mean, I tried. It, it was with all of them, honestly. Like that Threads was the same. Too. The same week that yeah, Threads came out. I can't. I don't think I ever. They always trying to show me somebody who, what they saying on Threads, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, no, thank you. Okay, no, thank you. Yeah, let's keep an eye on both of those as we go into next year now i think threads is okay because i think threads actually has an active community and user base really but also i can't i can't i can't say that for certain because i'm i don't be on there looking but it seems like like you said they keep showing us people that be posting so people but are I mean, there it could just be two people that they keep showing me the same <laughs> you know what i mean like they're it they're they're manipulating the algorithm they're manipulating what's being shown um and how and often then, it's being shown so no, no real yeah. telling what the active. I can't tell off of that what the active user base is. Spill, I couldn't tell you at all what's going on over there. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I w- I, I still have hope for Spill just because like it's it was created. It felt like in a response to the inevitable downfall of Twitter, which. Mm-hmm. They're still, I mean, I don't know if they're thriving, but they're still trucking along, you know, so maybe there still is an opportunity for them to gain some traction and probably just a few more splashy, like, they just need like a moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They need a moment. They need moment. something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, social media, the world goes round. We'll see. All these things evolve or change over time. But Twitter just feels like they die in a slow death or they're going to like they're in a coma and going to come back. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I mean, we keep saying that, but I mean, I'm on there almost every day and it feels not that different. You know, I mean, other than like the whole circles situation, people, Mm -hmm. I you is still pretty active. I'm like, okay, we all still in Same. here tweeting? Okay. Same. So, um, next thing we have on the list, though, moving right along. I don't know if you saw this, but Mitchell and Ness, I don't know if they partnered with or just created these um, jerseys for these different, like, iconic record labels. Have you seen this? have not seen this yeah so they yeah this is really cool because i feel like some of this stuff like some of this merch might have existed already in like the late 90s early 2000s but for them to officially release these special jerseys for these record labels i think you know kind of as a i think it's really smart but also they needed to do something to (laughs) To, to win us back after those uh, jersey dresses. Yeah, I like this. It makes sense. It's tied to um, a culturally relevant moment, and it's nodding into kind of like how they have participated in the culture. Historically, this makes a lot of sense. Um, I like them. Yeah. I get one? Maybe? 
Which one you want? Mm. Mm. I'm feeling the Rockefeller. Yeah. See, now the one thing I don't see on here is a Slip and Slide Records one, though. Like, they would have really had me. All right. Uh, which one you feeling? I know which one you feeling. Which one am I feeling? Um, Top Dog. Maybe. I kind of like the Rough Riders one. I was about to say, but you also like a black or gray. Oh, but they need to yeah. they need to whip up a little slip and slide records one right quick. Yeah, thank actually, you. Please I and thank you. I actually like the top dog entertainment too. All right. Yeah, I might get it. I might cop it. I would have to move immediately though. Why you say that? Oh, Complex Con in Long Beach yesterday and the day before ever see the live day yeah <laughs> resell and i'm not doing that <laughs> one of these days i gotta make it out to to uh complex con oh yeah always always uh evades me some kind of way did you see the latest nocta campaign featuring easy money sniper Kevin durant Easy money. Yo, this is crazy. I love this image. He is so awkward looking to me, like in these <laughs> campaigns. I'm sorry. He just. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's authentic because he's not like a model. So you put him in these positions. It's just like, okay, do what? I got you. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, I don't know. Kevin, Kevin Durant for. Or Nocta. I I guess. Do you know anybody that wears Nocta? Is Nocta cool? No, I keep I asking have, this have, and everybody have, like is like no one knows the answer every time I ask. Like, do people wear Nocta? Is Nocta cool? I've never seen it out in the wild, ever. I have a compression shirt and like gym shorts. Mm-hmm. And Amadi has the Flojo, one leg out, one leg in tight mm-hmm. set um, with the compression shirt. But we ain't never wore them. So <laughs> we've had them for like two years. Damn. Oh, I think he might have worn a shirt once. But I think it's fine, but I don't know. Somebody got to be keeping it in business and keeping the lights on in that line. So somebody's wearing it, but... I do like the sneakers. I just never, I've never bought them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know. just, it, it's, to me, I've just, just always been like, oh, it's there. Exactly. Oh, it's fine. Exactly. It's just like, oh, it's there. But yeah, I've never like been like, oh, I want to make sure I get this or cop this drop or when's the next drop. Yeah. And I've never heard anybody say that. Um, I mean, obviously it makes sense for then Kevin Durant to be, in it though because he's already a nike athlete Mm -hmm. um i just think he looks funny in these in these uh (laughs) in their ads and stuff like that also so drake dropped scary hours three and kevin durant is an executive producer on on it and i'm like what is this weird you know you know that is very strange 
That is very strange. What is happening? Yeah, that's that's very Drake though. Like it reminds me. Remember when um when um LeBron exec- executive produced like Two Chains album. <laughs> yes. And they have. We yes. got to put that in here. That video of him like. Ooh, and then what <laughs> if we drop the album and then check this out. A week later, we drop three more singles and then call it the deluxe. <laughs> like that's never been done before. Like you. <laughs> Aren't you glad you have me on your team? You're right. <laughs> Aren't you glad I am producing this? That's how you produce. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think uh Kevin Durant's contribution to Drake's Scary Hours 3 was? Did he just listen to it and be like, oh yeah, this is it right here? I think he probably wrote a check. I think at this point... Wrote a check? What kind of check and for what? I don't know. It could have been just a dollar. But I think at this point, it's it's really one party putting on another party. Maybe he's like, yo, Kev, I want to get you a Grammy. Come put your name down as executive producer. Drake being a groupie, per usual. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Get some royalties for the rest of your life. Put your name down as executive producer. Sorry, Spody is scratching. It can't be too much more than that. I don't know. Spody. I'm so looking forward to traveling tonight with with Spody. It is going to be. It's going to be fun. It's going to be so fun. (laughs) Have you heard of Shipped? I don't think I have. Okay, so Shipped is a delivery service. They partner with a couple of different franchises. So I'm assuming that they'll go to these particular places and pick up items. Issa Rae is a brand ambassador and they entered like a partnership sometime this summer and it's supposed to go throughout the holidays. So there's been a couple of spots that dropped basically her saying like, oh, I need delivery service that works with my lifestyle. I'm busy, etc." Um, But I'm bringing it up because I saw the most recent spot that dropped this week, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like the same thing, like her saying she needs delivery service. But at the end of this one, which was great, it was her and a group of friends. She's coming in for the holidays. But at the end, they were toasting. And of course, what was featured in that toast was what? Can you guess? Of course, it was the array. The array. Of course. Um, and I'm just like, I love when things like that happen and when either teams or people bring their brand into their partnerships. And um, I think we're seeing that more and more. And every time I like to like highlight it and call it out. Yeah, I think that that's a mark of like true collaboration. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what else, what what am I getting out of this thing? Um which like well a couple of things I noticed about this spot I think like everybody in that spot were, were was like her fam I don't think those were actors number one I recognized her mom in there um, right so I think that was all like family oh, yeah, and yeah, friends yeah, yeah. and stuff like that but I think more and more we're seeing brands just can't dictate to like talent okay you're gonna come in you're gonna say these lines this is what we're gonna do it's gonna have this yeah, th- these these celebrities these influencers whatever they they want more out of that partnership and like 
Yep. To even bring it back to to the IG close friends thing again with Little Yachty, like that was just him using the platform to promote whatever he wanted to promote, right? Like that was part of the mm. collaboration. Um. So yeah. yeah, I'm not surprised to see uh, Issa Rae's Prosecco in the spot. And I'm like, if I were her, I would have got everything. I would have got Who Ray in there. All all the things we we plug in all right. of my things. Here's the laundry list, <laughs> and if you want to work with me, you're gonna figure it out how to fit all of this in. But how much do you think? Right, right. How much do you think? Like for her to be what is it? Brand you know face of the brand whatever. They they're probably shelling out quite a a little bit of money for her, right? I would say so. I would say so. I think. Issa is one of those strategic business women and it has to make sense and that has to make sense has to either have a dollar value or some type of brand value or something in the middle or some a combination of the two yeah um so yeah I think it's definitely that yeah she getting paid a, a pretty coin got to the wrong business some of these numbers sometimes for just like I mean obviously this is a heavy lift like being in spots and doing X Y and Z mm-hmm. or whatever but sometimes seeing how much people are able to get from these brands to like repost something oh tweet yeah something out yeah. maybe not even it's like, like I didn't beat, have to do anything yeah just to n- use their name and likeness and I'm like yeah, I definitely got into the probably got into the wrong field, but you know, we're here now. We're going to make the most of it. Listen, also that who's to say future forward that won't be the case. We're manifesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, one more thing I forgot to put on here, but just thought it was worth noting. Uh, I think I sent it to you, the collab between um Patty Pies and Cardi B's whip shots. I thought that was a f- very uh, unexpected collaboration, but also was like kind of cute to see. You know, Patty and never thought I'd see Patty and Cardi be in the same, occupying the same space so intimately, but I guess it works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're heading into the holiday season. Make sure you get your Patty Pies. You know, I still don't have I, no, I yeah. haven't had a Patty Pie. At this point, um, Patty is like everybody's great auntie, yeah, and that's exactly what that chemistry gave. It gave that Cardi was the great niece and Patty was the great auntie, that's like the diva and the fun aunt. And yeah, they were just well, Cardi was just clowning, like, she brings her authentic self, and I think right. that's what makes her very likable. Um, and then Patty's the same way. Like, you know what you're going to get from Patty. But Patty is so down to earth where it's like, girl, what you doing? And Cardi's over there doing this little dance while Patty's talking. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that partnership. Um, I didn't know what to expect from it. But like you said, it's like, I don't expect this. But then also thinking about it, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, I wonder whose team reached out to to whom whose idea was this we'll never know we will 
I can envision. Yeah, maybe we will. <laughs> yeah, but that was great. Have you had the whip shots? I haven't. But me either. People really get fucked up off of it. Oh, whipped cream? I'd rather do it a different way. <laughs> like, can I just get a regular <laughs> drink? <laughs> right. Yeah. But maybe you know, get some. Um, what's this, what's what people drink this during the season? Eggnog. Yeah, conquito. <laughs> yeah, put put some put some of that on. Whip on top. I can see that. Or get your patty pie and get the whip, and then call it a day. Maybe that's what you can take to Thanksgiving. Give it, give it a try. Where where do you even get whip shots? You get that from like the liquor store? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen it at your yeah. local liquor store? Um, I haven't looked for it, so I don't know. <laughs> Isn't I haven't seen like a display that was just they might have it at Total Wine or somewhere. Right, this holiday season, I'm gonna that might be my contribution for Thanksgiving. <laughs> just get all my elders fucked up off whip shots. Take your whip shots, let me know how it is, and then I'll decide if I want to try it. <laughs> okay, I won't steer right. you wrong. Are you? <laughs> Are you ready to jump into a guest that spokesperson? I am. Right. It's my week, right? Yep. Okay. So this week the brand is Samsung. Okay. Okay. And here are your three hints. Uh, this person signed their first record deal at the age of nine. And dropped their first album at 11. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their first rap name was Shrimp Daddy before he changed it to Mm -hmm. what we know him as now. Shrimp Daddy? Shrimp Daddy. Yeah, could you imagine? Uh, And they have 26 nominations, uh, Grammy nominations, and five wins, with the most recent win being in 2017. I don't like you at all. I'm trying. I mean, I feel like anything else I give you will like be a dead giveaway. Okay, sh- shrimp, shrimp, shrimp. Daddy is not helpful to okay. me. Okay, that's One. fair. Sign his first deal at nine. Uh-huh. First al- album at eleven. Yeah. Twenty-six Grammy nominations. And I will say eleven. Five wins. Five wins. Five wins, 26 nominations, five wins. And I will say that the deal that he signed at the age of nine is to the label that all of his most well-known albums were. Like, he's been loyal to this to this label his whole career. Does he only rap? Or do we know him for anything else? No, it's just rapping, really. Is he from the East Coast? Um, he's from the South. shrimp baby does he still have Lil in his name does he still have Lil in his name yes Mm -hmm. is it see it Lil Wayne yes whoa 
You got it. Amazing. Wow. That was good. I'm proud of myself. I know. I'm proud of you, too. (laughs) Shrimp Daddy was to get you back for for shucking those oysters. (laughs) I hold a grudge. (laughs) That is crazy to me. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm glad he changed that name because that was not going to Apparently, it was like an ode to a New Orleans rapper named Pimp Daddy or something like that. So he called himself Shrimp Daddy Uh because he was like a kid. And I don't know. I don't know. But no, Lil Wayne is is a much better name. We'll take Lil Wayne any day, every day. Cool. All right. So it's time to select That Ain't It or Going With Your Black Ads. Mm. Who you got this week? Why I always got to go first? I can go. you go. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and give That Ain't It to Sexy Red and these lip gloss names. Mm -hmm. At some point, we got to draw the line. At some point, we got to start using this. Um, And then I'm going to give Going With Your Black Ads. Hmm. To Issa. That's the only viable... Oh, actually, no. I'm gonna give it to uh, Cardi and Patty. Okay. Um, I am going to give going with your black ads to Lil Yachty. Um, yes, I am biased, okay. but also I thought that that was a good okay. and smart activation. And that ain't it, of course, to Sexy Red because, like, let's be real, like. That was a very unserious. Those are very unserious lip gloss names. Lip gloss makes so much sense for her, right? Mm-hmm. The names you went too far. Sorry. Um, Agree. You know what I just realized that we didn't talk about? What? I didn't promote my husband's new album. Oh, girl. Go ahead, promote it. <laughs> Y'all, check out my husband's flute album. Uh, he's on there playing the flute and um, the very soothing. Have you listened to it? It's, it's very soothing. At first, I was just like, "Yeah, you listen to it when you want to be relaxed." Yeah, yeah. At first, I was a little. I was a little. When I heard the news, I was a little disappointed. I was like, "Damn, you almost so close, so close." But then when I heard it, I was at like, least he's out here. Yeah. When I heard it, though, I was like, "Okay, all right, I'm not too mad at it." Glad you feel that way. You were you you didn't like it? No. I mean that's not what I wanted. That's not what I wanted. Okay, but once you found out that it was going to be an instrumental flute album, you were still mad at it once you heard it? It's not what I wanted. Like, don't force feed me. I I mean I appreciate it for what it is, but when I think of Andre 3000, I'm not thinking to go listen to an album of flute music. But you pressed but play also, though after you knew I it think- was flutes. Yeah, because I was curious. <laughs> I think it's fine. And the way he set it up is that it's uh, elevator music. I think he's the type of artist that he does get the chance to do whatever he wants. And then over time, like I've heard he wants to like do scores and things like that for films. So I think if that's what he wants to do more of, releasing an album like this strategically makes a lot of sense. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like I'm, I look at it from an artist's perspective and I'm like, I can appreciate it. Okay, okay. That's yeah. fair. Okay, 
So that wraps this week's episode of Witcher Black Ads. As always, like, subscribe, and share the podcast with your folks. Um, And that's anywhere. Watch us on YouTube and listen wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, check out witcherblackads.com and follow us at witcherblackads on Instagram and all the things. All right. Until next time, see y'all and happy Thanksgiving. Bye. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. God damn. That's what I'm talking about. It was so black ass. It was black ass.